Wisconsin's afternoon news is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's John McCure. All right, Sandy Max is here. Brandon Snide has got your sports. Debbie Lazaga on roads. Adam Roberts producing the show on this Friday. Nice time here to think about a vacation, isn't it? Maybe somewhere warm. Maybe think about summer, what your plans are when your kids are going to be out of school. And there's a new list out of the world's most expensive places to go on a family vacation. But first, what if I say best family vacation? What do you think of in your memory, in your experience? Uh, Disney would be at the top of the list if you have kids for sure. So I would say Disney with our twins. Yeah. That would, that would be near the top. Yeah. Brandon, what do you The Wisconsin Dells. Really? Sandy. That is our, We got married there, my wife and I. Nice. Way like in the upside-down yeah. house or what? No, that would have been cool, though. We were at the wilderness. That's <laughs> oh, where we go. We, that's I, nice. we try to go there at least once a year, twice a year if we're lucky. You can always yeah. renew your vows. We've done that, too, yeah. and that is a great, great trip when you have kids, Love especially. It. For Love me, it. it's a high school trip that I took with my parents. We went to Boston one summer. Oh, I've heard good things about great that. Great city. We had a good time. Yeah. 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 Did the ferry over to Martha, Martha's yeah. Vineyard, Pakistan, oh, Yad, Rodala. Yeah. So, <laughs> so those are some of the places. Like You don't have to go crazy on a budget oh but boston's super expensive oh, it, it was just be. listed yeah. the second most expensive city in america yeah so the most expensive vacation spots here we go disney is at the top of the list <laughs> for the average family of four it's a thousand dollars a day to be at disney literally you go for a week you spend seven thousand dollars to go to disney and we have seven in my house so oh so you're over this. so we're done yeah we're good yeah we're not so going. you're you're like you're like <laughs> Ten thousand yeah. dollars at least for that Easily. week. It's a magical place. There's no denying it. I would I would debate that that might be worth going. I all agree in. with you. That's you obscenely go, expensive. That's really ex- and so many families can't afford. They'll never take their kids there because they cannot afford it. Yeah, that's so expensive. Uh, the other end of the spectrum, from the busiest, craziest, loudest, brightest place on earth to a place in Finland called Rovenjami. <laughs> It's the official home of Santa Claus. Isn't that great? It's in Finland. It's the second most expensive place to visit because it's so remote. Yeah, I've got to think you've got to take some dog sleds to get out there to visit Santa's shed. Rounding out the top five, Vancouver, which is a beautiful place. London, your special place. I'm a fan. And Barcelona, one of the great, great cities of the world. So there you go. Lots it of is. unique architecture. Capital of Europe. Yeah. Orlando. The Santa Claus Place in Finland, Vancouver, London, and Barcelona. That's how we round it out. I do think it's funny, though, because the survey that we found on the opposite end, you want to know the very cheapest place to have a family holiday? Um, I'm going to go with Manitowoc. Oh, maybe. I, it might be preferable to You'd going... have to pay me to go to Manitowoc. Oh. And it'd have to be a lot. Really? Yeah, for sure. How about Nairobi, Kenya, where your family can go for $1,900? <laughs> Not if you got to fly there. But Osaka, Japan, $2,000. Really? I thought yeah. Japan was I really expensive. I would think expensive. so, too. But... So things things to consider All if right. Manitowoc or the or the Dells aren't on your list. I, I just... like the Dells. I like that. That's a great answer. And, and it's so much to do there for everyone. Yeah. Because the family vacation is about the experience. Yeah, we do the old-time photos. You know, you know have you ever done those? <laughs> oh, how fun. Yeah. Like yes. the Wild Wild West? Yep, or... yep. And like the bank robbers, and there's a few oh, other ones. It's, really it's, it's awesome. We love it. Do you put your kids in like the fake mustaches? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they have like the, you know, the Carry AK-40. The <laughs> oh, that's fun. 
It is 414 at WTMJ. So we spent a lot of time kind of dancing around the budget proposal from the governor. We're going to take you inside some of the numbers up next on WTMJ. Here's what we're going to do during this little segment here. We've all talked around the edges about Governor Evers' budget proposal. We're going to take you inside some of the numbers with uh, the governor himself talking about it. Coming up a little bit later on in the show, you'll hear the Republican side when Senate Majority Leader Devin Lemahue talks about it. Because there was a lot more to this budget than just whether or not to support maintaining the stadium that the Brewers play in. You got that right. (laughs) Yep, for sure. All right, let's start with taxes. What the governor is proposing on taxes. I'm delivering on my promise for a 10% middle class tax cut and providing $1.2 billion in tax relief. Under my plan, if you're a single filer making less than $100,000 or a married joint filer making less than $150,000, the cornerstone of my tax plan will cut your taxes by 10%. Okay, so if you make more than that, you are out of luck. He will also devote 20% of the state sales tax to aid local governments, something that they've been asking for. I thought that was interesting. His proposal would allow counties and more than two dozen large cities to ask voters to raise the sales tax to pay for local services, like police and fire. They've been asking for that in Milwaukee. Republicans have said no, that that will not happen. So these are proposals. That's what the governor is proposing when it comes to taxes in the new biennial budget and uh, he also proposed eliminating the property tax on certain business equipment which sounds like something that republicans could maybe get behind you would think so but since he suggested it probably not (laughs) but that's the governor's proposal on taxes and in uh, governor evers state of the state address uh, he declared 2023 the year of mental health and this is what he had to say about mental health for the budget Let's make sure every kid in Wisconsin has access to school-based mental health services through our Get Kids Ahead initiative. It's a year of mental health, folks. I know we can get this done. He uh, proposed $500 million to expand access to mental and behavioral health services and reduce suicide rates. It's a lot of money. And I think everyone can agree that more resources need to be dedicated to mental health. Resources, How are those yeah. allocated? What does that look like? That's where the fight will begin. But to dedicate resources, I mean, who's going to say we don't need more funding for mental health, right? Right, and and personnel, and whether that's education, certification, hiring, and what departments those go into. All right, here is the governor's proposal on funding for education. So I'm going to deliver on my pledge to improve access to computer science education in Wisconsin with a $10 million investment to bolster computer science education across Wisconsin, including requiring high schools to provide this critical instruction. So he is proposing $2.6 billion in additional funding for K-12 public schools, largest of all time. This will be the biggest increase ever proposed by a governor. It's a 15% bump. That's what he's proposing, a 15% bump. Free breakfast and lunch for all kids by 2024. He says that's an important thing. That's part of the budget. And he would allow Native Americans, those in the country illegally, and military personnel who relocate to Wisconsin to pay in-state tuition rates at University of Wisconsin System Schools. Did you hear that list? Here's who gets to pay in-state tuition. Native Americans, military personnel, and those knowingly in the country illegally. I got a problem with this. Why are we letting people who are here illegally, who broke the rules pay less than somebody who lives in Iowa or Illinois or is in the country legally. 
came here from El Salvador and followed the rules and came to the country, <laughs> those here illegally will pay in-state tuition. Yeah, I, I don't understand. I don't. I, don't I need more details this. on that. I need no more details. <laughs> well, what the rest, why he would propose that. No one here illegally should be able to do anything. Well, especially uncomfortable when you put it next to people who've served in the military, <laughs> which is the exact opposite of... Come on. Okay. Okay, I digress. Uh, yeah. Well, we are exploring this. And, uh, and where this do we is go exa- next? I'm assuming these are some of the conversations that will be had at the Capitol on both sides oh, of the yeah, aisle. You got uh, that right. Next, uh, something that was a big topic that could win bipartisan support is paid family leave. Tonight I'm announcing that we're going to create a statewide program that will provide most private sector workers with Wisconsin paid family and medical leave for 12 weeks. And we're going to do it by investing more than $240 million in state funds to get that program started. And that's a big deal for a lot of people, again, on both sides of the aisle. And for anyone who wants to say family first, I think this is one of those efforts that proves that. Devin Lemihu, who we had on earlier, and you'll hear him again coming up here, has said this is a bad proposal and he cannot support it. And he is the leader of the Republican Party in the Senate. So this is going to have a very, very tough, tough road ahead. But that is what the governor is proposing when it comes to family paid leave. Right. Are a couple a... other nuggets. Mm-hmm. Uh, the governor's budget proposes giving state employees a 5% wage increase in 23, a 3% increase in 24. Um, that seems reasonable. Because I wonder if they've had any increase Good question. Maybe 2020 or, you know, a lot of us tightened our belts yeah, since then. I don't know the answer to that. Uh, the big one is also that he has pledged $290 million to cover repairs and renovations in American Family Field. We have already talked about that. Interesting that it's in his document, but he did not bring this up in the speech. So he did not talk about that in the speech, but that's part of his proposal. If he had limited time, I guess he figured everybody else had talked about it. Plenty. That's true. We already knew about that. <laughs> For the environment, uh, he pledged $100 million to combat pollution and water contamination from what you've heard of PFAS, the forever chemicals. Mm-hmm. And water mm-hmm. is a very important resource in our area with the Great Lakes, as we know. How about another one that I'm really excited about? Is that sarcasm or are you sincere? Well, you decide. <laughs> He would provide driver's licenses to anyone in the country illegally. We're, we're gonna now we're gonna provide driver's licenses if you're here illegally. So what's the point of being legalized then? Why, why are we following? Why are the rest of us following the rules? <laughs> I don't know what the rationale is behind that either. I, do, I, I, I don't I, understand this. I, I I know what the rationale is actually. So I'll be more genuine here. The rationale sure. is. That they're here illegally, but they're driving around, so we should try to regulate it so at least know where they are, and if they're in an accident, we can... So the the reason is because they're here and they're driving anyhow, but I don't agree with that. If If you should have no privileges if you're here illegally, the only exception I would make, maybe, is if you're a child and you need access to medical care or something and your parent brought you here and they came here illegally. That's the DACA argument, mm-hmm. but... To be handing out, like, in-state tuition and driver's licenses if you're here illegally. If you're an illegal alien, why don't we just let you vote? And it gives them no incentive to do anything legal. I mean, if they're getting it handed to them. Or incentive for other people who are still outside the country to come here illegally. They see that, you know, their cousin came here illegally. They're going to do the same thing. 
It's crazy. Um, okay, so here's what we're going to do. How about this? Uh, Devin Lemahieu doesn't agree with all of this. Um, we had the, the, the Democratic side of this. Devin was on with us earlier. It was a very interesting conversation. We're going to play that whole thing back for you coming up here in about 45 minutes. You'll hear from the Senate Majority Leader on the Republican take on the governor's proposal. Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. A week, huh? What a week, eh? What a week. Let's rap for a second. Your Friday's going great. The final call for a fallen officer, possible state bucks for the Brewers, biennial budget buzz, and more. It's the Week in Review brought to you by Outdoor Living Unlimited. The Kansas City Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57. It didn't come from one person. Everybody said we had to step our game up. Man, one of y'all said the Chiefs were going to take it home this year. Not a single one. Next time the Chiefs say something, put some respect on our name. Airspace over northeastern Wisconsin was closed on Sunday just before U.S. military jets shot down that unidentified object over Lake Huron. The missile landed harmlessly in the water of Lake Huron. I expect to be speaking with President Xi. You're going to get to the bottom of this, but I make no apologies for taking down that balloon. A visitation underway in Brookfield for fallen Milwaukee police officer Peter Jerving. A hero is an ordinary person who faces extraordinary challenges with courage, honor, and self-sacrifice. Prepare for the final call for squad 4320. Officer Peter Jerving, badge number 3422. No response from squad 4320. People gathering along the procession route to pay their respects. Everybody takes them for granted as far as I'm concerned. The Heart of Harmony Barbershop Quartet. I will smile all the while you're by my The state's surplus money could be used to help maintain American family fields, so says the governor's office. It'd be cash, it'd be sitting in an account, earn interest, and would basically help pay for work on the stadium. Maybe in the end it's the right solution. I have to say I doubt it, but I don't know that today because I don't have all the facts. Bringing people together and generating a consensus is the way that this should have been done. It was a nasty fight in a school hallway Tuesday afternoon. Wauwatosa School District confirmed an adult parent was involved in what started as a verbal altercation and then got physical. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Holiday launches up a three-quarter court. Three and he hits it. Thank you very much. He's going all the way to the basket. He missed the oh, he got it in. He got the tip. With 1.6 left. No, I have no problem with Ian Rappaport, Schefter. I think they really get their jobs. When it comes to me, they don't know You are now on the inside of what I like to call the Burns family circle of trust. Helicopter, helicopter. Milwaukee Mitchell International Airport says it is responding to noise complaints regarding a new helicopter tour near the corner of Howell and Layton. The Wisconsin Fugitive Task Force arrested 114 offenders and cleared 213 warrants. The Honorable Tony Evers. Governor Evers began his biennial budget message in the Assembly Chambers Wednesday night on a positive note. We begin this biennium 
in the best fiscal position we've ever been. I have seen this movie before, produced and directed by, by Tony Evers. Looking at anywhere from six to eight inches of snow. If you're snowed in today, there may be an alternative to digging yourself out. Plows and mows, both with a Z. To get an instant price, um, you know you know exactly what you're going to pay. It gets dispatched out to the closest snowplow professional. Let's get right to the roads, which have been a mess, Debbie. It is a nightmare, John. Um, and there are a lot of people that are not heeding the warnings or people that are driving way too fast for the conditions. Why is everyone so stupid? What a week. Wait a minute. Did you forget about me? The Week in Review brought to you by Outdoor Living Unlimited. Hope your Friday's going absolutely fantastic. On Friday, we like to kind of, I don't know, sort through our stack of stuff we haven't used during the week or find something we think you'll find interesting. And we call it... In case you missed it. So the executives at Pepsi are sitting back thinking, you know, we got the vanilla thing. We got the zero Pepsi. We got the cherry-flavored Pepsi. What else can we do? How should we move this company forward? I got an idea. You know those peeps, the candy? marshmallowy, crunchy, sugary-coated marshmallow thing. What if we teamed up with Peeps and turned it into a soda pop? Well, it's happened. It actually happened two years ago with a very small marketing ploy. They came up with this thing called Pepsi times Peeps. And you could only win it through social media, and it was just like a micro thing. They say, this is Pepsi's word, it had such an unforgettable debut in 2021... And when it was trending everywhere, we decided it has to be a regular thing. So Pepsi is teaming up with Peeps. And what's it called? Pepsi times Peeps. Lost Pepsi opportunity. It's not Peepsy? Come on. Oh, my God. You are so right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Marketing's everything. She's in the wrong job here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You might want to trademark that. Uh, well, They're going to come I'm after you. Floored, they're going to take and it's that. It's not Peepsy, aren't you? And that's why I was waiting for you to say it. So, a Peepsy is described <laughs> this way. A pillowy, soft, and sweet marshmallow flavor of Peeps in liquid form. Okay. With crusted sugar on it. They've done this other times. Um, they sold hot chocolate-flavored Pepsi. I didn't know that. They sold apple pie-flavored Pepsi. I didn't know that. And we end on a sad note on this very important story. Yeah. Last month, Bob Bourne, the father of Peeps passed away at the age of 98. Bourne has died. That's sad. Yeah, Bourne has died, so he didn't get to say Peepsy become a reality. <laughs> My stepbrother loves <laughs> Peeps when they're stale. Yeah. He'll buy them and open them and cut them That's up. That's so, a thing. Yeah, so I wonder if he will be drinking flat Peepsy. <laughs> we're going to have to In try it. In case you missed it. <laughs> All right, so Peeps, we're talking about Easter candy, but Valentine's Day was Tuesday, and I was curious. It turns out that... Date night ideas, that phrase on Google, was a record high for oh. searches this year. So romance was in the air, but I was curious, okay, what are the different states? Like, what were the date nights that were searched? Yeah. For Wisconsin, I think you'll be surprised. Uh-oh, what is it? This is bold. Comedy I show. That does surprise me. That was the number one search Yeah, site? that is surprising. Yeah. yeah, I feel like you could get in a fight at a... A, t- a tiff I thought with it your would be... sweetheart at a comedy show. Somebody laughs at the wrong yeah. joke. 
Yeah, it I just seem thought it would be like bowling. Wouldn't that have been fun? I do or not movies. see bowling on this anywhere. Uh, movie theater was Minnesota. Indiana was simply movie. So I'm thinking maybe they're not even going out, you know. Uh, but Illinois, I think this is something all you guys would be interested in. The most popular date night search was cooking class. Oh, that's fun. I could use that. I think that's cool. Yeah. Have you yeah. guys done that? I have not. It's so fun. I have. I have. Yeah, I have too. It's a great, great. Another dangerous date night. night, though, is in Michigan. Most searched axe throwing. <laughs> that's really that's really gone wild though there a lot of people are doing that most search that's yeah wow. uh escape room made it in seven states and idaho has the honor of rage room for the oh, romantic yeah. date night for, for valentine's stuff. <laughs> so i hope you had a happy valentine's day in case you missed it all right if you're a parent like myself i'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to this here's the headline six doctors swallowed lego heads for science. Oh my gosh. So six doctors in Australia <laughs> said, you know what? We got to test this and see if you can pass a Lego. So if you're like me, I'm a parent. <laughs> you have them. You know, it happens. Your kids might swallow them. So they did. There was some prerequisitions that they had to have. A previous gastrointestinal surgery is one of them. The inability to ingest foreign objects and an inversion for searching through fecal matter was the Ooh. third piece of criteria. This is the best part. Researchers then measured the time it took for the gulped Lego heads to be passed. The time internal was given a found and retrieved time, also known as a fart score. Found and retrieved time, a fart score. Uh, a fart score. <laughs> so after a while, they did pass. They were able to uh, find the object, and you can successfully swallow a Lego and pass it. I would just want to ask, would you rather swallow a Lego or step on one? Step on one. I don't... Really? Yeah, absolutely. Mm, that is a tough call. As much as that hurts, I'll yeah. step on it. Uh, I got a great Lego story, but we'll have to save that for another time <laughs> so we can get to Debbie. In case you missed it. Okay, well, this is a, isn't as much a news story as it is a life hack tip. Are you using your ice scraper incorrectly? Well, did you ever notice those little ridges on the back of the ice scraper? Yes. There is a reason for those. They are not just there to support the blade that you use. It's actually, you turn it over. Well, first of all, you get in your car and start the defroster. That's ice number one. Mm -hmm. Then turn it over and start scoring the ice, like in like kind of like a hatch pack. Oh. You know, like back and forth, like a crisscross type of thing. And then once you've done that, you turn it over and use the blade, and it's a lot easier to get the ice off. I've or never done that. Or you just wait till tomorrow when it gets up to 41 oh. degrees and everything else. Yeah, I, I had no idea that. that. Yeah, I didn't either. I knew that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I got so that there on you my go. Little life for you. Wow. Good stuff, Deb. Thank you very much. Educational. Sure. That's what we're here for. We're here to make things a little easier for you people. That sounded bad for you people. All right, here's what we're going to do during the 5 o'clock hour. Devin Lemahue is with us. He's going to talk through the budget from the Republican point of view. The Senate Majority Leader at 5.15, Niz, is with us. Who got the most snow? And I heard a rumor they're tracking another major storm for next week. So we will discuss that with Niz as well. And one big retailer, and they sell stuff I guarantee you, you purchase, has announced that they will not be raising the prices on anything the rest of the year. They are locking it in right now, saying they understand that people are paying a lot and making very tough decisions. What do they sell? Who is that? We'll tell you about that coming up during the 5 o'clock hour.